This is Basketball More Than a Game with your hosts, Coach Goins and Coach Quick. Former high school coach and player have teamed up again to share their knowledge of the game and life skills on and off the court. Now here are Coaches G and Q. All right, folks, you know what time it is. It's Coach Goins along with Coach Quick, and we are back for another fast break edition of Basketball More Than the Game. Like we always say, make sure you got your sneakers on, you got them laced up tight. I know Coach Quick has got some breaking news that just dropped, so I'm going to kick it over to him. Coach Quick, what's popping? Hey, what's going on, Coach G? You want to know what's popping with Coach Q? Well, Coach Q is so excited today about our very special guest. He's an up-and-coming filmmaker slash photographer. And after this short break, Coach G is going to come right back and introduce you to our very special guest. So make sure those sneakers are laced up tight. up tight and today you probably need to put on two pairs of socks so you don't get them blisters but bottom line we are going to be rocking and rolling we're so excited and coach quick i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna do like you always do you know coach g i'm uh, coach q i'm excited and i'm am so honored and pleased to have a very special guest on from charlottesville virginia mr dante wolfuck and he is the owner of uh news flick he is uh a up-and-coming photographer photographer and a filmmaker Filmmaker, welcome to basketball more in the game. Thank you, thank you, Coach. Thank you. You know, it's a pleasure to be a part of the show. You know what? And we certainly appreciate it, Coach Quick. Man, let me tell you. You know, I'm sitting. I'm sitting in this like happening spot in Charlottesville, and you know, yes, you sir. know what a happening spot is. That's the Ralph Sampson All American Tap Room. So I'm sitting in, and all, and all of a sudden, I look up, and here comes the big fella. That's what I call Ralph. Right, so I'm sitting and eating, you know, and then all of a sudden, here's this guy. By then, he introduced, and then Ralph says he introduces me. He introduces my, you know, good friend Victor Bullock. Then he goes, guess what? I'm not saying nothing. I'm going. I'm out of here. Then Ralph turns, and then all of a sudden, here's this, you know, sharp looking young man who is a graduate of the Un- uh, Virginia State University HBCU uh, on the scene, and he starts telling his story. And as as he starts telling me his story, my wheels go to turn, coach. Yes, sir. And as they start turning, I'm start thinking, right? And the first thing I'm doing is, okay, I hear what this young man does. I hear the passion that he has. And the first thing I think, okay, you know what? He's going to be on the show. That's number one. So we get ne- yes, we, we're able to check that off the list. But most importantly is the networking that we're going to be able to do together as we move forward. And what we're going to be able to do, we just basically, what we got to do, we just got to get a, we just got to get a bigger vehicle. You know, and we might have to look at, you know, maybe getting a bus or a minivan. But as we roll down the road and, and folks just like Dante that come alongside, you know, and then he he goes. The, and, I'm you know, I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag. So with that, Dante, if you don't mind, kind of walk us through that. So how did you see Ralph that day to, to get us where we are right now? So, um, honestly, um, I have explained this moment to my mother many times. Um it was just a regular. It was just a regular day. I was going out for brunch. Um, decided to just go to Ralph's restaurant uh, since I knew it was a sign up previous weeks ago saying that it was gonna open soon. So I was saying, to myself, you know, I gotta, I gotta go to this restaurant. So, you know, I just went to the restaurant and then all of a sudden I was sitting right next to Ralph and his wife with uh, me and my girlfriend, and it was just crazy. I was like, this is insane. Like honestly, and then my girlfriend was like. 
you need to go talk to him. And I'm like, man, I don't even know. I'm saying so many people go up and talking to Ralph. I'm like, but I got to go with a different approach. I got to go with something that is going to make him remember me. Um, I want to I wanna just show him everything that I do and, like, just my work ethic. So um, I kind of used my waitress as leverage. Um, her name was Penny. She was a great waitress, served us the entire time uh, with great hospitality. Um, and I literally said to her, um, I was like, Penny, do you know you're the one? And then she thought that that joke was so funny. So she was like, Ralph, Ralph, come over here, come over here. So Ralph came over there, and I told him the joke, and then boom, that's how we got connected from there. And then I told him all about, you know, me graduating from Virginia State University and how I wanted to pursue my career in filmmaking and wanted like, further it more and more. And uh, that's when he introduced me. Um, that's when he introduced me to the two businessmen, and it just sparked off from there, so... All right, man. So you know what hey, Coach Quick, you know, and that's exactly right, Dante. You know, so sometimes you, you you gotta be about business. You gotta be, you gotta step out there and think about it. I mean, what's the odds of you going to the restaurant and Ralph ain't there? You know, yeah, what? that it's crazy. You know, and, and go ahead. Nah, but I was um I wanted to go there um during the time when he cut the ribbon, uh when the when it was the first opening. And I didn't even get a chance to make it because I was out of town, but I said, All right, I'm gonna go the next day. I didn't think he would be there the second day, so it's kind of ironic how everything happened. But I know everything happens for a reason. God put things in my in my path for a reason, so uh, I just got to pursue it. Exactly. So again, we appreciate you taking time out for and and sharing with that audience. And so now, uh, folks, so from that from that conversation, again, guess what, Coach Quick? So I go yeah. back not not yesterday Saturday. I go back uh, last weekend. So I get there and I'm like, man, let me go ahead and get me, you know, I guess, what you want? I said, I think I'm going to do the, I went back for brunch. So I'm standing there. And so my wife said, you going to get what? I said, you know, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to eat chicken and waffles. You know, I mean, that's, that, that's my thing. So I was there and, I, and the gentleman was in front of me and, and he letting, he's like putting his stuff on the plate. Then he moved down and I looked at his plate. He had chicken and waffles too, but he didn't put, he ain't put no syrup on it. So my wife was like kind of standing there. She said, what are you doing? I said, uh, this gentleman ain't, and that's why I said there. I said, the gentleman ain't putting no syrup on it. I said, I, I got to hold up because he going to reach back for the syrup bottle once he looks down at his plate and recognize he didn't put no syrup on his chicken and waffles. And then when he looked down and picked up the syrup bottle and I actually looked at him, guess who it was, Coach Quick? Who was? It was Dante. Oh man, I was that. Right, so I was just like, "All right, man, so you know we're gonna make this thing happen." So I, I, you know, so we were sitting outside, and they were inside, so they finished. He can't, you know, and so we was like, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna chop this thing up." And then I sat there probably today, almost like put me out because I stayed there like three thirty, and the guy came up and said, uh, "Sir, we need to close out your bill because uh, <laughs> we get ready to cut over for dinner." And I've been there since twelve fifteen. So I was just like, all right, man. So actually, I was over there. Fr I, my brother came to town. I took him over there Friday night. And we hung out, man. But yeah, that's the spot. So if anybody that's looking for a great spot to hang out in Charlottesville, uh, it's none other than a great friend of our, Ralph Sampson, who's been on that show several times. Uh, it was very instrumental. And that one thing I can tell you, Dante, you will not find a, 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 a nicer, kinder gentleman uh, than Mr. Ralph Sampson. So be definitely stay plugged in. And as we continue to move this thing, we'll be making it. Uh, we'll be making it pop. So what we're gonna do, real quick, we're gonna step away, pay a few bills. But who we have on right now is Dante Wolfock, and Dante is the owner and upcoming uh, business, uh, New Flicks. He is a filmmaker and also photographer. We'll be back after this short break. 
You're listening to Basketball More Than a Game with Coach Goings and Coach Quick. All right, so this is Coach Goings along with Coach Quick, and we're back in, and a very special guest via telephone from Charlottesville, Virginia, and that's Mr. Dante Wolford. And he, like we said before we go on the break, he's upcoming filmmaker and photographer. So, Coach Quick, I know you're ready to roll. I know you got your questions, so let's roll. Yes, sir. Hey, Dante, first and foremost, man, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Just thank, listening thank to you. your passion and your charisma, man, I, hey, I'm loving it already. Um, my first question for you, how did your passion for photography come about? Could you t- talk to our listening audience about about your passion for photography? So my passion all started in high school. Um, this is all before I went to college. Um, honestly, my senior year, uh, I kind of wanted to do something different. My father always told me that, you know, he always basically, you know, told me about his doubts and about his wishes, about just doing things when he was younger. So I said I was going to fulfill all of those things that my father did not do. So, therefore, I dropped all sports, and I and I found a different outlet. Um, and I fell in love with the camera. I fell in love with photography. It gave me a, it gave me a voice. It gave me an image, and it gave me a perception that I could – that I can only see in. So uh, I always wanted just to become a part of a segment of a business that thrives to inspire the community and the wonderful people in it. So that's a, that has always been my goal, starting off with New Flix. Hey, I, I love it, and it's well needed um, in today's society. Um, and Coach G, I'll kick it over to you for the next question. Well, you know what? I, I, I want to frame out what he said right there. Can If you don't yes, mind, go, go back, Dante. And you said they were. I think it was three words that you used, and when you were answering Coach Quick's question, yes, sir. And I wasn't quick enough to write them down. If you don't mind, can you can you repeat those? Um, about becoming a part of a segment of a business. Yes, sir. That thrives to inspire the community and the wonderful people in it. Exactly. All right. So now, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm saying that has always been my goal, but my main goal is to motivate and inspire the youth and uh, create different paths and different career opportunities in the field of communication, which I've learned in for four years at Virginia State University. You know, and and, and that's what's going to make you successful. I'm going to go ahead and, and call it out right now, Coach Quick, because it's not yes, it's not a lot of times that you hear you know, a, a person of, of this age, and when I say this age, because, you know, we, we Coach Quick, you and I know that Dante is younger than we are, but in that, folks, I want you to be able to frame out what he was saying is to motivate and give the younger generation, you know, uh, they're, they're, it's a wide open field, you know, a communication. Also, same thing as, as you look into the entrepreneurship, you look at food service business. It's a lot of times a lot of minorities are not in that because they don't think they can do that or they're not exposed to that. And so what I want to frame out what Dante said is 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 the is that motivating factor. Think about what he said. He put sports down to realize that this is where he needs to go. A lot of times, you know, we want to serve two masters, if you would, if you will. You know, I want to play a little basketball. I want to do this. But then he understands that, you know what? And I guarantee you, you're probably pretty good at I mean, when you look at him, Coach Quick, you're like, all right, he, he, either he can run. Either he can play, he can play that round ball, or he can get down on the gridiron. So, what that, what, 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 what sport did you like before uh, you decided to to focus on your career path? Um, my main sport was honestly basketball, but um, some of my coaches, you know, they wanted me to play football so I can get stronger. So 
I kind of bounced back and forth between basketball and football, but I always had a love for basketball because, you know, ball is life, so mm. got to go that route. Mm. Mm. Oh, Coach Quick, you hear that? Yeah, I love it. He said, yes, sir. He said ball is life, so we're going to we're gonna have to put that we're gonna have to put that to the test here in a little bit, just to the the the, the check his game, and we we already know who his who his teams are. Before we came on there, we kind of did a little fact checking, and to make sure we were in the right neighborhood, and make sure we had the right guest on, because you know we don't. No, nah, I'm just teasing. Uh, but in that Dante, you know, and, and here, here's here's where I want to go with that. So let's fast forward five years from today. Yes, sir. Where do you see yourself in five years? I see myself as a short filmmaker, um, taking photography pictures, uh, making it an everyday hobby. Um, because one thing that I learned at the university is you want to love what you do. You want to love your careers. You want to wake up every day doing that, that specific thing that you have worked so hard for. And I somehow my life has been molded into it not being a job, but more so it being like a regular daily, uh, like just daily, um, I would say, you know, this hobby. And I have taught myself, you know, just along the way to just keep opening my mouth, keep on um, opening up to the opportunities that I've thrown in front of me and just being humble along the way. And that's honestly how I got to this point in my life to just believing in myself and believing in my craft and working hard each and every day. That's right, man. You know what? Just we, as a matter of fact, I think uh, last week Coach Quick and I talked touched on the subject. Uh, don't be don't be afraid of hard work. You know, and and for our listening audience, that's what Dante is telling you. Uh, because anybody goes to the classroom and sit, and when I say sit, meaning you go to college and and you and you on the ground for four years, that that's that's work. You know, that's getting up that's getting up every day, go sitting in the classroom, doing your homework, doing everything. You know, you're not just on campus chasing the honeys or going to the ball game and all that. You gotta put your work in. You know, so number one, hats off uh for you uh being a graduate. Because there's a lot of, I remember Coach Quick tell a quick story here, is I remember when I was a freshman at uh, Pembroke State University, Dante, and and sitting in there and the, and the gentleman said, Look to your left and look to your right. Cause four years from now, the people that you sitting beside, you're probably not going to see them. Exactly. Right? For whatever reason, exactly. you know, they were there, didn't work out, they weren't successful. But I tell you what, you've got your head on right. You did the things that you were supposed to do in order to like. Now imagine, and here's where I'm going to go with this, and then we're going to kind of get down in this before we take a break. So, Coach Quick, imagine Dante coming in that restaurant. He sits yes, down. He's, and actually, he's sitting beside Ralph. What what made him engage the waitress versus sitting in and not engaging in order to have that conversation start? I don't know. You won't in Virginia. We're not Dante, right. but something in his spirit made him be able to say, I've got to be able to seize this moment. And that's where a lot of people miss that. And what I'm really trying to focus in on for the folks, Dante, is your job requires you to focus more than the average person because you're trying to capture that certain shot because if you're not focused, you're going to miss that photo. So when you think in sports and you think of all the legendary photos that were taken that were in the moment, the photographer has to be 
focused. As a filmmaker, you have to be focused. So, folks, what we're framing out here and what we're really going to look at and the, and the title of today's show is Focus on Your Vision. And you're dialed in and you're focused in, and I know that you're going to be successful. So what we're going to do, we're going to step away, but we'll be right back. But via telephone from Charlottesville, Virginia, we have Dante Wolfuck, and we'll be right back. Visit our website, coachgoins.podbean.com. Always learn to pass. Process, attitude, sacrifice, satisfaction. All right, so listen, this is Coach Goins back in along with Coach Quick. And we have on a very special guest today. You know, a lot of times people don't get an opportunity, you know, to talk the up and coming. So, Coach Quick, we're going to sit back in you know, a couple years and go, man, this dude was on the podcast. That's right. And when, when he – I'm serious. I mean, that, that, it, it happens, right? Somebody somewhere has got to give people the opportunity, no matter Absolutely. what it is, right? And as my good friend Ralph Sampson always says, you got to connect the dots. So one thing I learned from Ralph is when he was once he walked away from the table, guess what he was wanting you to do, Dante? What? Connect the dots. Yep. Networking. That's all that is. That's all what he did. He you you engaged him and then he turned around and what did he say when he got to, he says, I'm not talking. I'm not telling the story. <laughs> and he did am, am I right? Yes, sir. And then he peeled out. He was gone. Said the seven four was gone. He seven four walked over, and then seven four after he was like, "Hey," this, he introduced. He said, uh, "You know, no, I'm not talking." And he turned around and left. So he, so you, what you did with him impressed him enough for you guys to get up around and come around the corner and talk to us. Because if he were, right. if he wasn't impressed, he would have kept right. He would have sat right there and kept on chewing and said, "Hey, nice to meet you." Yada yada yada. You know, hope you have a good time. And then guess what? It was done kept eating or kept drinking whatever he was whatever he was doing when you engaged so hats off to you with that so listen i'm gonna go ahead and we, we're gonna kind of switch over into uh a next segment but we're not done with you know getting into the paint because that's coming up but i want coach quick to talk about the news that just broke and then i know you and dante gonna have a good time with this go ahead coach Yes, sir. Well, Dante, I just want to let you know as a fellow Tar Heel fan, hey, we can get ready for an exciting 2022-2023 UNC basketball season because Caleb Love dropped today that he's returning to North Carolina for his junior season along with R.J. Davis, Armando Baycott, and Leaky Black. So the four horsemen of the the Iron Five are returning to Chapel Thrill to lead the Tar Heels. The Ooh. national championship. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And so give us your thoughts on that. And everybody in my family is just going crazy right now. Yes, sir. Uh, big UNC fans. Um, even though we from Charlottesville, we still we can't we can't shy away from the North Carolina blue. I mean, that thing bright. Like we can't miss that. So you doing the right thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's it, it's absolutely an honor to have Caleb's love back. Definitely. Our center, Armando Baycott, um, he was he did phenomenal um, at the end. Uh, I still I still felt in my heart that we won the game, but you know, only the scoreboard. Yeah, had he not went down again, I really believe we'd have pulled that national championship game out. And that's no disrespect to the Kansas Jayhawks. You're the champ. Not at all. You're, not at you're all. The champ for a reason. But hey, we're, we're happy to get the four horsemen back. Of, of the um, Iron Five, 
we're only going to be missing Brady. I wish we could get, uh, wish we could clone him and bring him back for for a six year, but that is not going to happen. But the Tar Heels will be ready to roll. Yes, sir. So I, I got do y'all, y'all want me to just go ahead and update my bracket that's still hanging on my wall now. <laughs> And go ahead and pencil you in. You, you want me to go ahead and just go ahead and do that and do I can I can do nose breaking and we'll go ahead and, and do this. We can go ahead and put up the next uh, <laughs> next, next bracket. But, but no, seriously, congratulations <laughs> to you guys uh, on that. Um, uh, just kind of let Dante know we did have Coach Dennis Love on uh, early in the season. Actually, I think it was was it before the what game did they lose like really bad. What, what? It, it was before the Duke, um, the first Duke game. So who, yeah. who, who, who did they get beat by? Did they get beat by Wake Forest? Who did they? They had lost by, um, I believe it was twenty-three or something, thirty to Wake Forest or either to Miami. Okay, right before then. Right. So we had Coach. We had Dennis. I mean, we yeah. His name, Coach Dennis Love, Caleb's Love Dad. We had him on the show. You know, so he was kind of giving us some insight. And the coach, you know, he and Coach Quick, you know, they, they running that Carolina stuff. You know, I'm sitting here taking that. And here's the thing. I, I really don't have a favorite, favorite college team. I love college basketball. Uh, I'm, you know, I, I pull for the Panthers because my cousins uh, are there. Uh, and, you know, definitely, uh, you know, as we continue to, to move forward, that they're going to right that ship. But in that, man, I just love basketball. And when people don't like basketball, I kind of like look at them and go, what? What's wrong with you? But, no, hats off to you guys. Uh, now let me ask you this right here, Dante. If you yes, if you were sitting in Hubert Davis's chair, what would you look to do going into next year? Honestly, I don't see many flaws. I just see, you know, at times our defense can be like like a days ago, but. You know, we got players out there that's playing, you know, 20, 30 minutes. But it's like, we got to keep those guys on the floor. But we're not so big when it comes to the bench. But if we just play together as a team, then, you know, honestly, we should just, we could get the W. All right. Coach Quick, I'll put you on the spot. If you, yes, if you sitting in, if you sitting in the chair. See, they, see, here's the thing, Dante. Coach Quick is on the staff at Chapel Hill, but they, they, just, they don't realize it. <laughs> They don't. They don't realize he's on the staff there. They don't. They don't. They, they they just show up and they don't realize that there's somebody else. But now go ahead, coach. What, what, what's your thoughts? Okay. Well, first and foremost, um, we have to find a replacement for Brady Manick, and uh, and I'm looking at three guys. Um, well, actually four, because Puff Johnson's play towards the end of the year is going to be big for his development and his growth going into the summer. This is the biggest summer of his life. He's going into the summer for the first time being on campus um, healthy. And he has a chance to replace Brady in the starting lineup at the four, being 6'7", six, 6'8", six, and can shoot it. Um, he's not the first shooter that Brady is, but he, he can definitely dial it up from three-point range. And then I look at Dontrez Styles. He's a Kenston, North Carolina native, 6'7", small, small forward, power forward. His athleticism is off the charts. Um, so I feel that he can be big and playing the four spot next to Armando Baycott is going to open up, you know, driving lanes and um, he'll be able to rebound the basketball. 
Also, I, I take a look at Jalen Washington, who's a 6'10 freshman. He's coming in, but he's a freshman. And, uh, you know, it's going to be tough. And he's coming off a uh, off major knee surgery, but he can stretch the floor. He's been identified as a player that is very similar to Anthony Davis. He can shoot it. I just hope he's not injured prone like like AD. Um, but <laughs> he can shoot the basketball and stretch the floor, which which is needed in the Carolina offense now. That Hubert Davis has brought this pro style. He's kind of a four out, uh, one in, you know, type basketball coach, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm enjoying watching that. And then I look at Tyler Nickel, who's also a six eight. Freshman forward coming in from East Rockingham in the Virginia area. He can flat out shoot it. And the next step is we got to develop that bench. We get we have to get we have to get at least seven to nine guys in the rotation because I mean I just felt like we were we were dog tired on that Monday night when we played Kansas. And once Brady um, got hit with the elbow in the face, I felt like that took him completely out of his rhythm. We got to have somebody that we can plug in there that, that's able to make shots. So I'm starting it off with Pub Johnson being that guy to replace him. So that's what I would do if I was sitting in Coach Davis's seat. Man, boy, I tell you what, you guys got it locked and loaded. I, you know what? I, we might have to put another chair down there and put uh, Dante beside Coach Quick and let y'all do some <laughs> let y'all do some exiting and exiting and on. But I just wanted to capture you guys because I know that was some breaking news that just aired right before uh, we went on uh, and want to be able to kind of stop and just kind of frame that out and, and, and get some insight uh, with that. So certainly appreciate you guys dropping that down. So again, we just, uh, we're not going to pencil them in to the final four yet, uh, but I'm at the pencil sharpener. Uh, so uh, again, that, and I, you know, coach quick, I, I think you were spot on uh, when, when you come back and you, and, and you, and here's the thing. When you get in the NCAA tournament, you're not playing back-to-back games until the Final Four. Right. And when you don't have the bench, you're out, especially when you play an emotional game like the uh, Carolina-Duke game was. Yes, sir. Because Kansas kind of coasted through Villanova. but then, uh-huh. And plus, when Carolina and uh, Duke play, that's a late game, man. Absolutely. And, 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 and all honestly, I would love to see the tournament not play on Monday night. Just give them a day rest and let them play on Tuesday. But they ain't gonna call me. They ain't gonna ask me. So uh, that's just that's Coach Goins' perspective. But I just think because when you play back to back, and especially when it's as physical and as emotionally as that game was, your your tank can your, and and let me put it this way: if there's no halftime in that game, Carolina may beat them by forty. Absolutely. I think half. Absolutely. I think I think when they went into halftime, they were just when they sat down, they were done. Right. You know, exactly. It, it, there's no coming out, warming up, and getting your legs. I think. As a matter of fact, we were talking about that at work this week. If you take if you take halftime out, they rocking and rolling. So, listen. As we continue to move on, again, we've got Dante Wolfuck, and we're gonna ask, and Coach Quick, if you don't mind, I'm gonna jump in here uh, with the and asking Dante what is going on inside uh, the classroom at Albemarle High School as it relates to the, the I think it's the morning television show. If you, if you don't mind, uh, tell our listeners uh, what, what do you do and, and uh, what is the focus uh, while you're at Albemarle High School. So at Albemarle, I am a teacher's assistant, and I'm also a student support specialist. Um, at, since being at the school, 
Um, it had taught me a lot of just about the youth and about, you know, where that mind is at the moment and just how to sculpt it in ways that, you know, basically in ways that I have basically broke through all the barriers. Um, you know, I kind of like want to just inspire the youth, like I said previously before, um, and every day it just teaches me more and more just about the students and their lifestyle. So, um, I feel like developing, uh, some type of camera production would, will open up career paths in the future for these type of kids. So me bringing my new flicks alongside of the high school is kind of merging both of those together in order to, you know, just create a relationship and also create a career path for these kids. You know, that's outstanding. Yeah. And and and, I, and when, he, when he told me that the night, Coach Quick, when I met him, my mind ran back when I was at Pinecrest High School. And when I was doing, uh-huh. when I was doing the same thing, we had the closed circuit, and we would do we would do the broadcast doing a homeroom. We did news, sports, and weather. Uh, and then that was my first um, that was my major when I first went to school was radio television because uh, I wanted to be the next Bryant Gumble. Uh, of course, and I got there and was was kind of young and dumb and flipped my major. But however, we're back uh, we're back at it now. So I certainly appreciate. Uh, you sharing that, Dante. So when that, you know, think about that, Coach Quick, the impact that he's making and being able to, you know, when you walk in the classroom as a student and you look and the person in front of you is African-American. Yes, sir. And he's not in, and again, not a knock on a PE teacher or anything, so please, folks, don't, you know, don't send us a thousand emails. Uh, but what I'm saying is that's, that's kind of uncharted waters. So when you walk in there as a student and you look up and the person in front of you looks like you and he's teaching you about television, film, uh, photography, that that's that's pretty impact, impactful. Coach, your thoughts? Yeah, it's definitely going to critique those kids' interests. And they're going to be ready to, um, they see somebody that looks like them, they're going to be involved. They're going to want to get involved. They're going to be passionate about it as well. And I just like to add this framework to it. Because, Dante, what you're doing is unbelievable because, man, everybody can't be a star basketball player. Everybody can't be a star football player. Everybody can't be the president of the United States. We got to have some of these kids doing what you do, filmmakers, photographers. So I think, I mean, for kids to walk in the classroom and look at you and see your passion for it, your drive, your dedication – they're going to want to do it too because they, they, they're they seeing the fruits of their labor standing right in front of them because you're succeeding at what you do. Yes, sir. Yes. I feel like what, Go ahead, sir. I feel like what pushes me, I feel like what pushes me more and more each day is just me being the first in my generation to go to a university and graduate. Um, I feel like those are big, big weights on my shoulders that I carry each and every day. And I feel like I shouldn't take those opportunities for granted i should be the first one to you know walk the path not perfectly but as efficiently as possible and i feel like that's where i get my motivation but that's where i get my drive and then also from god and in my family so those are the things that drive me to just you know be this individual and be inspirational and be motivational and just wanting people just to do good with their life and knowing that there is somebody out there that you can talk to that there is somebody out there that you know, cares about your needs and cares about where you want to be in your life. So that's that's what I'm here for. Wow. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Wow. Yes, sir. Wow. Coach Quick. 
Yes, sir. He said, it's not about being perfect, but it's about being efficient. Absolutely. And folks, who we have on right now, via telephone, our very special guest, Mr. Dante Woodfolk. And what we're going to do is step away, pay a few bills, and we'll be right back. Looking for a smarter way to shop for your insurance for you and your families? Look no farther. There is help. With several different companies and plans to choose from, whether it's life insurance or Medicare supplemental plans, finding the right plan has never been easier. Licensed with multiple companies and able to shop various rates, plans to help find the best plan for you and your budget. Independent insurance broker Curtis Jackson is the one to call for help. Call Curtis now at 919-614-5796 for a no-cost consultation. You're listening to Basketball More Than a Game with Coach Goins and Coach Quick. All right, folks, we are back in, and we appreciate our sponsors like we always do, making sure they're taking care of us and keeping us up and running. And, of course, Coach Quick, along with Coach Goins and our very special guest, Dante, from uh, Charlottesville, Virginia, via telephone. He is a graduate. Actually, he's the first graduate of a university from uh, his family. We certainly uh, you know, take our hats off to that. We honor him. Uh, and, actually, uh, the trailblazers that came before him, his mother, his father, the people that make the sacrifices uh, for him to be able to go and turn that tassel uh, and graduate from um, Virginia State University. Now, here's the thing I'm going to tell you, Dante. And, and pro- did you tell Ralph you went to Virginia State? Yes, sir. That was the first thing I told him. Okay. And you know, pro- and, and guess what? What? That's where his mother graduated from. So in wow. that when he when he heard that he probably was like huh, but no see that's what it, that 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 easily could have been the connection I don't know Ralph and I hadn't talked about it but I will I will share this right here with you real quick uh, I had an opportunity to go to the boys and girls uh, club gala the other night in Ivy Virginia Coach Quick that's between where I live in Charlottesville and I know Dante knows where Ivy is and when Ralph invited me he said hey man I want you to come to you know he says and it's gonna be some major hitters there. And guess what? They, they were, were there. Uh, bingo, right? They were there, and I was in there, man, doing my, you know, and the whole thing there, Dante, guess what, brother? I'm in there networking, finding out who, you mean, is to say, okay, who who can help who can help push this thing down the road a little bit further? So I was able to make some contacts, and we'll talk about that here uh, in a little bit. So, Coach Quick, if you want to go ahead and uh, drop, us in, drop us in the paint. Yes, sir. Yeah, Dante, uh, my next question for you is, you talked about being the first graduate um, in your family from a collegiate university. Yes, sir. What, what was special about attending Virginia State, and what what gave you that passion to want to go to a HBCU? So, I'm going to have to take my hat off to my mentor, Ms. Pearl Early. Uh, she is also a, a student support specialist. Uh, that mentored me my entire life throughout high school. She's the one that has molded my mind into knowing what a what how a young man should be presented and how to carry myself, um, you know, in today's society. So attending the HBCU, it kind of brought me closer to my culture and brought me just knowing my roots and knowing like how important and how hard my ancestors have literally worked just for me, just to, you know live a safe life but knowing you know things aren't as safe out here but like just safer than they they were at times and 
you know, it just makes me want to work harder and harder each and every day. So before I even attended Virginia State University, I went to St. Augustine's University, which was in Raleigh, North Carolina. So I had mm-hmm. been in two universities um, from different areas, different states. So that had also taught me, you know, just how hard I, I needed to work in order to get to where I wanted to be. And um, I always wanted to just tell these stories of just me traveling from North Carolina to Virginia State University, and it just it's been a it's been a journey. Man, I I can only imagine. And here lately, the perception about HBCUs have definitely changed. You, I mean, you got big time athletes now who are choosing HBCU schools. I don't know if it's the Deion Sanders effect. Or if it's just that that culture, that environment of being around around the HBCUs, your your thoughts on that? So I feel like you know all of this occurred, you know, after like some political events of just wanting to just attend the HBCU, knowing mm-hmm. um, the importance that it brings to you know us as African Americans, and knowing how hard we work each and every day. Um, so for HBCUs to be uplifted during this time, I feel like it's very important. It's a very important topic that should always be on on the top. Um, just recently, uh, NASCAR uh, has an African-American student who went to Virginia State University, and they are the first uh, car to actually have be sponsored by Virginia State University. So I just want to give it up for that, uh, Children's for Life. Um, and, yeah, that, that's my take on that. Absolutely. Now, um, who who is the uh, current driver that you, that you're talking about? Is it? Um, I, I don't want to get the name wrong, so I'll let you tell it. Uh, the driver of Virginia State University, I believe his name is. Let me see. Rajah Caruth. Okay, absolutely. From Pittsburgh, Virginia. So he is he is 19 years old. And he has just made his debut um, a couple months ago, so that was that was huge. That was huge for my university. Wow. Man, that's outstanding because we're we're starting to diversify NASCAR now, and um, hey, that that's that's just going to show that we're starting to arrive, and we're letting we're um taking notice. People are starting to take notice of the African American culture. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Coach Dia, I can get over to you. Well, listen, man, Dante said, you know what? He, he, he said they were down there. He was at uh, St. Aug. Yeah. Right? I know what St. Aug is. I was at Shaw University, and, and I was on the campus of St. Aug every week because that's that's, <laughs> yeah, where, exactly. that's, where our, that's where my ROTC battalion headquarters was on the campus of St. Aug in Raleigh, North Carolina. So I know the campus well. Uh, as soon as he said, you know, he was in, in at St. Aug, I was like, how about them Falcons uh, from St. Augustine's uh, in Raleigh, that blue and white? And then he comes, he leaves, he leaves there and then brings his skill set to Virginia State. Uh, and, it, and it's the, um, what is it? What, what, what's, what's the mascot of Virginia State? It's the Trojans. It's the Trojans. That's right. Virginia State Trojans. So, again, two fine HBC institutions. And the ultimate thing is, was able to go to North Carolina, kind of see what that was about down in in, in Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, and yes, be, able, just be able to slide back up and finish up business uh, here in Virginia. So, no, that's great insight, gentlemen, as you talk about what Virginia State's doing as it relates to the NASCAR. And I think, it, isn't it Bubba Wallace? Uh, that's yes, the, uh, the, other, uh, the other NASCAR driver. 
Uh, so in that, you know, just like, you know, you go back years ago when Wendell Scott was running, he's, a, he's originally from Lynchburg, Virginia. And uh, Wendell Scott, he was portrayed in the movie by Richard Pryor, but just how good a driver he was. But his problem, he never got no sponsors. You know, and you be able to get out there and try to do that and, and work under the hood and take care of a vehicle and doing all that out of your pocket, you know, it becomes very, very expensive. And then, of course, just not being able to get the backing that uh, that he should. So hats off to Virginia State uh, for going into uh, uncharted waters, if you would. So with that, so here's the thing. I've got one more question, uh, Coach Quick, that I want to be able to, to pull down and, and be able to really, really, really rock and roll on this. So, Dante, I'm yeah. going to count it. Now, you, you called the mentor. You, you called the lady that was your mentor, right? Yeah. Have you ever thought about doing a story on her? Yes. Yes, I have. She been at, She has asked me a lot of times, uh, you know, hey, son, when are you going to, you know, put together a story for me? Mm. Like, tell, tell the story of just, you know, how much you have, you have grew, you know, throughout the years, how much you have this gain from all the wisdom that she has just embedded inside of me. And, you know, it'd be an honor. It'd be a blessing to actually do a, do a story on her. All right. So what we'll do, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to put this out on the air. So whatever we got to do to make that happen, if I need to be the guy on the other side of the camera, uh, count me in because those are the things. And number one, I appreciate you taking the question. Number two, I appreciate you mentioning her because we've all had people that has allowed us to uh, to go before us, to walk through the minefields, to to be the armor bearer, to be the you know people that you know telling us how to navigate. So hats off to you for calling her out, giving her a, a shout out on the show. Uh, our show is reaching 47 states. We're in 15 different foreign countries, uh, and we get ready to blow this thing up even more. But it's awesome. And go ahead and give her give give say her name again. Name is Miss Pearl Early. All right, Miss Pearl Early from Coach Goins and Coach Quick, we certainly appreciate everything that you did for uh, our good friend Dante and, and sowing the seeds. And you see that the seed that you sowed in his life did not land on a brick. It did find that soft ground you cultivated, that you nourished, and he is a dynamic young man, up and coming, and we wish him continued success. So with that, Coach Quick, I'll kick it over to you for your closing comments. Yes. Hey, Dante, man, i just like to say thank you for coming on our show today. Uh, man, your passion and your drive, your dedication for what you're doing is uh, as an up-and-coming filmmaker slash photographer. Man, hey, you have that dedication, and it's good, definitely, it's definitely you're going to see the fruits of your labor really soon. So just keep grinding, man, or as the Panthers would say, keep pounding, because you got it going on, and man, I appreciate your passion for, for kids that you work with each and every day. And man, and, and like I said, go Tar Heels as well. So go thank you for being on the show. Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. It was a great opportunity to be on the show. Um, it's a great opportunity just to show what I can bring to the table. Um, for those who don't know, my Instagram is Mr. Kanuke. So if you want to go on to there and follow me, and then also my business profile is obviously New Flicks. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Excellent. All right. Excellent, excellent. So listen, man, just on behalf of myself, uh, I just want to say thank you for what you did tonight at the tap room. Because people that, you know, that, that took courage, that took, you know, stepping out 
you know, because when you see a person like that or that statue, and I watch people's reaction, Coach Quick, that, you know, have never seen Ralph when they walk in the restaurant or he walks in, you know, they kind of get that aha look. Uh, I guess I, I would be the same way if, you know, if, if I didn't know him the way I know him. And, and as yes, I sir. sit there, you know, my mind runs back and I go, wow. But for what Dante did that night was huge. Uh, and then that, that is, that is the catalyst, you know, because no matter what we do, uh, there has to be people alongside that catch the vision, understand the vision and assist us and allow uh, what they've been able to do, continue to move forward. So with that Dante, again, we certainly appreciate your time, your talent, and we wish you Godspeed moving forward. So with that coach quick, get us to the locker room. For Coach Goins, our special guest, Dante Woodfolk, film, up-and-coming filmmaker slash photographer and the owner of New Flicks. For myself, Coach Quick, we'll see you in the gym. You've been listening to Basketball More Than a Game with Coach Goins and Coach Quick. Our podcast is available on podbean.com.